0: We want to stress for you the benefits of retirement income later on in life because it is an often overlooked topic. Who regularly thinks about their long-term income goals on a daily basis or consistently? Isn't life just all about self-gratification? No it's not. Think about it like this, let's say for example you're 25 years old and you decide to contribute the maximum annual contribution that you can to your Roth IRA, that's $6,000 a year which equates to about $500 a month. Let's say you're doing that for 35 years or until you're 60 when you can start taking those distributions. You will have contributed $205,000 to your Roth IRA in that amount of time frame. The key here is, though, what happens to that amount that you contribute. Let's assume about 10% expected return over the course of those 35 years. That $205,000 that you've contributed balloons to $1.7 million. That's right, folks. For $500 a month, you can balloon your Roth IRA to $1.7 million, assuming you're getting 10% a year. That sounds like the best sales pitch in the world, doesn't it? It's not a sales pitch. could be your reality. We discussed 401ks in our last episode, but do you want to know what makes your retirement income explode? IRAs snack on this 808s and iras IRAs stand for individual retirement accounts these are sort of a mix between your 401k accounts and a traditional brokerage account where it has limits like a 401k account does in terms of when it comes to retirement but you can trade in it like you would a regular stock brokerage you have much more freedom to choose what you want to do within your portfolio in an ira rather than a 401k but you don't have the flexibility that you do with a stock brokerage account in an IRA that you do with taking money in and out of it. We're going to cover IRAs in this episode and give you a synopsis of each IRA to help you make the best decision you can to choose which one is the right one for you. One thing you need to realize about IRAs is that they're individually funded retirement accounts. That means that you will have to take the effort to put money into the account. You can't just have your company do it for you or, you know, set a contribution amount percentage or whatever you're going to have to do a set amount from your bank account to the ira account now you can automate these transfers you know modern banking has made this very easy for us but you will have to take that step to really try to save for the ira account so that you can transfer money into it so these are self-funded accounts The first one we're going to start with is the Roth IRA because this account typically has the most limitations to it when it comes to income um, in terms of how much you can contribute or not, but it's a very, very powerful tool for retirement, all right? Roth IRAs like the Roth 401ks operate almost the same. You make after-tax contributions to the Roth IRA, they grow tax-free in your account, and when you go to take them out after you're 59 and a half or 60 years old. All of those contributions are tax-free for qualified withdrawals. Now, Roth IRAs are subject to a $6,000 a year limit. Like I mentioned a little bit earlier, these limits are defined by your income to how much you can contribute. If you're single and you make $124K a year or less, you can contribute the full amount to your Roth IRA, $6,000 a year, without any worries. After that, your Roth IRA contribution is reduced a bit and it completely goes away after you start earning 139k or more. This is for the single folks. For married folks that filed their income taxes together, you're looking at 196k as your sort of cap on those 6k contributions for each of you. It starts to go away a little bit after that and you're looking at 206k as a cap where you can't contribute to your Roth IRA anymore. Now, the biggest question we get is. What if i just contribute anyway nobody will know don't uncle sam will catch up with these contributions and they will penalize you if you're exceeding those income goals but still contributing to your roth ira it's very important that you pay attention to those income limits when you're contributing to your roth ira account Now, these contributions are made after tax, which means you're putting your money into your Roth IRA, whether it be through an automatic bank withdrawal, manual, what have you. One thing you need to keep in mind is you do need to report these on your taxes at the end of the year. Any qualified accountant will be able to help you with that, or if you do it on your own, there are sections where you can put in how much you deposited to your Roth IRA. Remember, Uncle Sam will calculate how much taxes owed to them if you go above the income limits. They will penalize you. The Roth account is great for earlier years in your career when you know, you're sort of starting up and you're sort of building that compensation base. But what if you guys exceed the income limits and what if you and your wife or your husband are making tons more money than what the income limits are? First off, hats off to you, that's fantastic. Second off, there is a solution for you, the traditional IRA. The traditional IRA doesn't come with any income limits with it. Where these income limits apply, however, is taking that tax benefit at the end of the year, okay? Traditional IRAs work like this. You still deposit money after tax to the traditional IRA. They grow in your account, but when you go to withdraw them at 59 1 half or 60 years old or after that, you have to pay taxes on that. But wait, if I'm already contributing after tax, why do I have to pay taxes on it again when I go to retire? Well, the benefit here with the traditional IRA is you save on your taxes at the end of the year. It's classified as a deduction. So when you contribute to the traditional IRA because you can't to the Roth IRA for those income limit reasons, you can go put that in your taxes at the year end and it qualifies as a deduction. So you're technically saving on those taxes at the end of the year. That might result in a bigger refund check for you just for contributing $500 a month if you can swing that. The theme here is that because the Roth is after tax, it's not really deductible on your taxes. But since the traditional is treated as a pre-tax contribution, you are putting the money in after tax from your pocket. but at the end of the year uncle sam gives you that back in the form of a refund and no you can't double dip on the traditional and the roth combined the limit is six thousand dollars you are able to allocate however how much you want for each of the components for example if i want to just deposit three thousand dollars a year into both roth and traditional and i want to split it up 50 50 you're allowed to do that just be mindful of the income limits for the Roth so assuming you have a retirement account at work and you make 65k or less you can deduct that entire amount on your taxes and get a refund for it there is a partial deduction above that but the deduction goes away after you reach 75k income or more if you're married and file taxes jointly that income then bumps up to 196k for where you can take deductions for it starts to phase out after that and completely goes away at that 206k mark that we talked about earlier let's clarify one thing for you the numbers that i'm describing earlier in terms of your income refer to your modified adjusted gross income or maggie on your tax return okay but the easiest rule of thumb to follow is just take your annual salary and see whether or not you qualify for the roth or the traditional or a mix of both But a helpful tip here is to deposit as much as you can to the Roth IRA for as long as you can, and then switch it over to the traditional to reap the benefits of both of those things. The idea is you are going to start phasing out of that income at some point in your career. So the switch between Roth and traditional will come very gradually, very naturally for what you choose to do later on in your life. We alluded to some of the benefits of the IRA before. The benefit here is that they're not as restrictive as a 401k accounts meaning whatever you want to trade in your iras you're allowed to trade the only thing is is that money is typically tied up like a 401k account which is different than how a brokerage account operates where you can buy and sell stock and then immediately take the money if you need it iras also allow you to trade more etfs mutual funds or stocks than a 401k would. So if you want to load up your IRA in Microsoft, shout out to Billy G, your 401k typically won't let you do that, but your IRA will. In summary, IRAs are great tools to really jumpstart your retirement income and give you that extra boost that a 401k is not able to offer you. Right now, as of 2020, you can contribute a yearly max of $6,000, which comes out to $500 a month but you can put in any amount less than that as well. And you can pick and choose whether you want it to go into the traditional bucket or the Roth bucket. The choice is yours, but the max is $6,000. Roth is typically a really good way to start things off. And then switching over to the traditional as your income gets higher. Roth is a great way to start as we mentioned, and it comes with income limits that you need to follow in order to contribute to it. The traditional has no income limits but has tax rule out where it no longer becomes a tax benefit for you to invest in it but it is a benefit for you later on in life which is why we would still recommend putting money into it if you can't put it into a roth account our recommendation for brokerage to use is e-trade we personally use this for our ira accounts and find them very easy to set up an account with get started buy and sell they also give you yearly maxes on how much you've contributed. So let's say you contributed $500 of the $6,000, you'll see that you have $5,500 remaining in your yearly contribution, which is fantastic and helps you stay on top of your contributions. Look, we're not advising you to give up that vacation you've wanted to take or sacrifice getting that bag or those pair of shoes just to contribute to your retirement that's not what this is about this is about creating a balance between things you want and your financial health for you and your family's future at the end of the day we are huge advocates of investing as much as you can in your earlier years but we do understand that certain lifestyle choices may not warrant investing all of your money all at once you should definitely take the time to Consider contribution amounts if they make a significant dent to your lifestyle and the things that you need to do. Like everything in life, there are adjustments that you will need to make for small give and takes. Whether it be one less Starbucks latte in a week or one less night out in the month, there will be some give and takes if you wanna set yourself up for better financial health in the future. And we would strongly advocate that you take a look do just that we really want to start getting you to think long term but with that these are baby steps and we're here along with you for that journey till our next episode plan your long term approach check out what IRA works well for you and keep investing